Hey guys, Corey Davis here, and I wanted to go ahead and get another subject out of the way so that people don't have to ask me. Um, and it's a great question. It is, what type of shoe should I wear to Corbland? And I love that question. And the answer is, you're probably not going to go wrong with any of them. I just want you in here in the gym exercising. But your typical shoe you're going to have the most success with, just kind of across a broad range of things, would be a regular running shoe. The issue and the reason people ask is, at some point, you're going to find out from watching me exercise or one of the other trainers or someone who's been here for a while that running shoes aren't great when you are squatting or deadlifting. They're not great on bench press either, but it doesn't matter quite as much. And the reason they're not great when you squat or deadlift is running shoes I think of as being designed defensively. So when you have a running shoe that is built with a lot of padding in the heel specifically because you're typically a heel-toe strider, meaning you hit the ground with your heel first and then roll to your toe as you're jogging. And they're designed with a big pad on that heel so that when you hit the ground, less of the force from the ground goes up into your body. You're tapping the floor and your shoe is there to try to prevent that energy from going up into your ankle, into your knee, into your hips so that you don't have ankle, knee, and hip issues when you run. Great idea. The issue though is when you are squatting or deadlifting, we're going to coach you to be offensive. You are the one producing the force. You are the one pushing down into the ground. And now that same big fat heel pad that you have on your running shoes that was protecting you on your nice easy jog is now harming you because you're going to get something that we call an energy leak. You're going to be losing energy that would otherwise be going into the ground, which would help you lift a barbell more effectively. So that's why you see people not wearing jogging shoes or running shoes when they lift weights. Now, that being said, the easiest thing in the world to do is have a pair of running shoes. And then when you go to deadlift or squat, just take them off and go barefoot. So that is my like easy answer is, hey, running shoes aren't great to lift in. However, they're fine for cardio and they're fine for accessory work. And if you really want to be a little bit, you know, more optimal, just go barefoot. That'll be great. Let me get into other shoe options and why someone might choose to do them and what the logic is behind it. So you can say, hey, that sounds like me. I would like to invest more in my fitness. I'd like to get another pair of shoes. But let me be very clear. It's not necessary. You can lift barefoot and do very, very, very well. There's some guy out there in the world right now lifting barefoot, lifting more than I will ever lift, and he's doing it for a bunch of reps all at once in a deload week. So you can, you'll can you be fine. So the first type of shoe to talk about would just be like a like cross trainer. Most well-known cross trainer would be like the Nike Metcons or the like Noble, like all their shoes essentially. I like those for most workouts. If you're trying to push a sled or row or ski or anything like that, these work out really well and they're fine for squatting or deadlifting or bench press. It's just a solid all around shoe. It's going to be pretty flat and it's going to have a pretty hard rubber sole so that you can lift pretty well and do like a variety of activities. So if you're doing any of the cardio that we would do in here, that will be a fine option for you. And it's just a well-rounded shoe. You could do any exercise in there and you'll be fine. That would be the next shoe I would purchase after a running shoe if I wanted to take things a little bit more seriously. If you had those, you would not need to change out of those to squat. 
you would not need to change out of those to deadlift. Although I secretly still would because when you deadlift, you want to get super low to the ground. So we'll come back to that. Another like common powerlifting shoe would just be like a Chuck Taylor. I wouldn't recommend that though for like our population in here. Um, I would not, th those are fine for like squatting or deadlifting, but that's really about it. And then you go to do everything else and they're awkward. Um, so it's not ideal. So I wouldn't recommend you get those. I would say running shoe first purchase, um, so that you can go home and walk in them and, you know, do activities and you can wear them around. And then second purchase would be the actual like training shoe, like a noble or a Metcon. I wear nobles. Morgan has a bunch of them. They come in nice colors. I've worn Metcons before though, and they're fine. I just like Nobles. They are not a sponsor of this podcast. I actually wrote them one time because I think I've sold, I'm going to say conservatively, 50 pairs of those shoes just by wearing them around here and other people saying, man, those look pretty cool on Corey. They'll look much better on me. And they're right. But Noble just ignored me. Noble does not care about me at all, which is fine. No one has to care about me. So other types of shoes would be like a full-on lifting shoe. So like a weightlifting shoe. So a weightlifting shoe is going to have a raised heel and it's going to be a very solid heel. So it's going to kind of tip you forward, kind of like a running shoe does, but it is not a big soft heel. It's a super solid heel. And that's really, really good if you have like poor ankle mobility and you're trying to squat or if you're trying to like clean or snatch something that requires like a ton of mobility in the ankles. It just lifts you up a little bit. So you can actually like fake some mobility that you don't actually have, which sounds like a bad thing, but it's not. So like if I'm trying to front squat really heavy, a weightlifting shoe is a great option. I don't really do cleans or snatches, but if I wanted to do those, that is what I would wear to do those. But in here, really the only time you would use it would be on front squat day or on back squat day if you have bad ankles. And honestly, you can just throw like a two and a half pound plate underneath your feet and elevate your heel a little bit and that would do the exact same thing and it's free. So that is probably what I would do unless you're like, man, I really wanna take this stuff super seriously and I wanna buy another $200 pair of shoes for what is in my mind, no good reason. So last and like the weirdest shoe but also one that I own and use would be like a deadlift slipper. So I mentioned earlier that it's nice to deadlift barefoot, even if you have a solid shoe. And the reason is when you are deadlifting, you want to get as low to the ground as possible. So picture standing on like a deficit deadlift, like standing on a 12 inch box. You would never want to do that to deadlift. It would be so, so challenging to stand on that 12 inch box. So the reason it would be challenging is you'd have to get down much, much lower to the barbell from a hip mobility standpoint and then carry the barbell much farther to lift it all the way up to lockout. And that's obviously bad. In a micro version of that, when you are in shoes that have a half inch, you know, little base on them, that is an extra half inch that I don't want to lift a bar. So I would go barefoot. However, one, if you are wanting to compete in powerlifting, you have to wear shoes. Ergo, a deadlift slipper comes into play. And the deadlift slipper is essentially a sock with some rubber on it. So it is great for deadlifting in because you are as low to the ground as you can be. It's basically just a sock. But you have the rubber grip so that you can stay tight and grip into the floor, especially if you do like a sumo deadlift and you need to push out to the outside, you know, that lateral pressure that you'd use on a sumo deadlift. 
a deadlift slipper helps you with that. You will also notice that I bench press in mine, and that seems super weird, but I bench press in mine because the deadlift slipper allows me to stay lower to the ground, and it helps me get a really, really tight grip on the floor. And if you've watched me bench press, I don't try to use my upper body when I bench press at all. My bench press is almost all leg drive. So I get super tight and I'm pushing really hard. And if I am not careful, my butt will come up. However, in the deadlift slippers, I'm like half an inch lower. So now my butt has an extra like half inch of play before my butt would come up, which is nice. And I'm super locked in and tight to the floor because that rubber sole doesn't go anywhere once it kind of hits that rubber matting. So that is another option for you. The deadlift slipper, I would say, is slightly more useful than the raised heel of the weightlifting shoe because the weightlifting shoe can be replaced just by a two and a half pound plate. That's a super easy way to do it. However, it is pretty over the top to buy a pair of deadlift slippers. On the other hand though, deadlift slippers aren't very expensive. They're like 50 bucks, 55, 60. So not a huge expense compared to other pairs of shoes. So I don't mind it as much if you think it would help you out with your deadlift and you want to do it. But to be clear, to recap, you can wear any shoe in here and you'll be fine. The optimal shoe is going to change depending on the exercise. So if I was taking our classes, I would probably bring a pair of my trainers and I would bring my deadlift slippers on days where I knew I was going to deadlift or bench press. And I would change into the trainers once I was done with my big lift. I would also have a pair of running shoes in my car that I would only bring in on a day where I knew we were running some. And even then, we'd have to be running a lot. If I'm running 400 meters or less, I would just wear those trainers because whatever else we're doing, I would rather be in my training shoes, my Noble or Metcon type shoe. I hope that helps. I hope this is a great explanation for you on what type of shoes to wear to the gym. If you have additional questions, you can always hit me up on Instagram at Mr. Corblin. You can also send me an email at Corey at warmuppod.com. I want to thank you guys for listening. If you guys have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm always here. I'm always around. And I will happily answer additional questions for you on what type of shoes you should wear to the gym. I will say that is the only thing I'm qualified to give advice on because I typically don't bring great outfits to the gym, just great shoes. You guys have a great day. Thanks all.